Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There you will stand, sweet tea strong. I will say, along live swift cast. Your headphones blaring our podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 94 of SwiftCast. Hey. Hi. Hey. This is Steph. Ashley. Haley. And Ashley. And in case you missed our Grammy episode where we talked with Ashley about her experience attending the Grammys, that was Ashley's first recording with us. She is our social media correspondent, in case you missed that episode. And she's back for another episode, so... We're really excited to have her on again. This is so confusing. Two Ashleys, yeah. But Ashley's a good name, so it's just the way it goes. <laughs> this was a really exciting week. There was so much going on. So we have a lot to talk about. Not only was the style music video released, which we'll talk about in our main discussion later, but the new Vogue cover for the March issue was released really about an hour or two after the video was released. And tonight, Taylor was on Saturday Night Live's 40th anniversary special, which was really cool. I just don't know how anyone survived this week, honestly. It was a really crazy week. What did you guys think about the SNL skip? It was definitely interesting. So I was watching the whole show, and then I was waiting for Taylor, and she wasn't coming. And so I was on my computer, kind of looking away from the TV. I was on Twitter, and all of a sudden, I see everyone on Twitter going crazy. And I'm like, what? She's not on. And she had been on in the scene, and I just didn't recognize her voice, and I didn't look over it (laughs) because I didn't think it was her. She did nail the voice, didn't she? She really did. She played Allison, which I love the name choice given her middle name and all, but she played Allison as an actress in the skit Californians, which if you watch SNL, that's been a skit that's been on for a while. And really, it's kind of a funny skit. They just act like it's a big soap opera in California. So they all have really blonde hair and they talk (laughs) like valley girls. And for some reason, they always talk about directions in the skit. (laughs) (laughs) Like how you get from one place to another and they give specific road directions. And I never quite got that, but I always have loved Bill Hader and Fred Armiston and Kristen Wiig. And they were all in this skit back for the 40th anniversary. So that was really cool. I feel like this skit has always been a cross between a Spanish telenovela and the OC. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. (laughs) That's the only way I can think to describe it. I guess I always thought, like, bold and the beautiful or something. That's the only soap opera reference I really have. But this skit was especially crazy because other stars like Kerry Washington, Bradley Cooper, and Betty White showed up. It was insane how many celebrities were actually involved in this. I kind of died when I saw Betty White. I did too. I just kept thinking about the Lorax when she and Taylor performed in that. Aww. 
and now they were reunited for the SNL skit. I love how everyone in the scene was doing these Valley Girl accents, and then Betty White just didn't even do it. (laughs) And spoiler alert, Allison tried to kill Betty White's character. She wanted what was left in the will, so she tried to kill Betty White. So it was really funny just because Taylor really kind of recreated her blank space character into a valley girl. (laughs) (laughs) The crazy eyes. Yeah. No one does them better. And her outfit reminded me so much, and I've seen other people mention this too, of her Vogue cover in 2012. Well, it was that plus the hair. It was like identical. And the hat. Yeah, the hat too. It wasn't the exact same outfit, but she's definitely worn outfits that were so similar to that. I would not be at all surprised if we'd later find out that was a free people dress. It looks like a free people dress. But if you have not watched that yet, go look it up on YouTube. The whole skit's about nine minutes. Taylor comes in maybe five minutes in. But I think it's worth it to watch the whole skit just because of the appearances of people like Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. Next, we want to give you some of the older tweets from Taylor that happened this week years ago. Five years ago. Half a decade. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I just had to put that out there. Well, the first one was from February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2010, and Taylor tweeted, Japan is amazing, Japan is amazing, Japan is amazing. So I guess Japan was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess... She would have been doing fearless stuff there. She had to have been. Yeah. It was about eight months before Speak Now came out. And then on February 17th, she said, about to go on stage in Tokyo. It just got way sentimental in the dressing room with Caitlin Bird and Elizabeth Hewitt. I love doing this. Aww. And then that same night, Taylor tweeted, wow, just wow. Tokyo, I'll never forget that show. We'll be back soon. The band and I can't stop smiling. And what's really funny is Taylor's first date of the 1989 tour is in Tokyo. That's sad. Sad but awesome for the people in Tokyo. I mean, sad that she won't have the same band as she had last time in Tokyo. Very true. And then February 18th, 2010, the following day, Taylor tweeted, The Fearless Music video is up on CMT.com, and I'm getting ready to say goodbye to Japan and hello to Nashville. I love that music video. And now, almost five years to the day, we have the style video, and think of how many videos have come in between those. So many. And our last tweet from February 18th, 2010 also, Taylor said, I just used a Sharpie as eyeliner in the airplane bathroom. I wonder how long it took her to get that off. I remember her complaining about it, right? She said it was a very bad idea. We do not recommend that. (laughs) Next, we want to give you the current news so you can get prepared for Taylor's upcoming dates. So we'll get right into Keeping Up With Swift. Our first piece of news is 1989 has officially outsold Red this week and is now at 6,164,000 total sales. It has been at number one for 11 total weeks and Taylor has now a career total of 35 weeks at number one on Billboard's 200 chart. That just blows my mind. That's super crazy. So if this is what it's at now, after just a few months, what is it going to be in two years? Exactly. Especially with the tour that I know is going to be bigger than all the other tours, this album is really going to, I think, live on forever and keep selling. 
Well, the album has already outsold Red, which was over 4 million in the U.S. So 1989 has already sold over 4 million in the U.S. And analysts have been projecting that she can sell over 7 million just in the U.S. by the end of this year. Wow. So next is really exciting. It was just announced that Taylor is going to return to The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon on Tuesday, February 17th. So by the time you hear this episode, it will have already aired. But we're really excited about this because the last time was pretty amazing with Taylor being Natalie. (laughs) And it was right before the announcement of 1989. So I really want to know what she's going to do. I hope she does karaoke. Ooh, that would be fun. Or the lip sync thing, yeah. I'm just a little confused on what she's promoting. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I wondered at first if it was a rerun, but it looks like, no, it's actually live. And Imagine Dragons will be there, and they just performed a cover of Blank Space. And Taylor loves them so much, so it should be fun for her to see them. So our next one is to go along with the release of the style music video, which we'll discuss later in our main topic. Eight new style-themed shirts were added to Taylor's online store. So if you haven't seen them already, be sure to go check them out at taylorswift.com. I don't think there's ever been that many shirts themed around one song before. I know, there's so many different styles. Ha 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 ha. I just don't understand why Harry Styles isn't on a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Or like a paper airplane necklace shirt. Or why don't they just sell the paper airplane necklaces? That would be popular. I thought the same thing. That would be popular. I haven't gotten one yet because I can't decide which one I like the most. I really like all of them. But I was thinking about the one that's black and white that says 1989 on it. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Well, I think the most exciting thing that happened this week, maybe tied with the release of the style video, but it was a little more of a surprise, was that the Vogue cover with Taylor and Carly on it came out on February 13th, right after the style video came out. That was a lot to take in at one time. I think whoever had the idea to shoot them on the cover together is a marketing genius and that this magazine will sell more than any magazine in probably the past decade. The photos inside look gorgeous. I love how they decided to go to the Big Sur in California to do them. Well, we're going to talk a lot more about that article and sort of go into more detail on next week's episode, but definitely go check out the pictures in the meantime because they are perfect. Next, we have an announcement about Kanye West and Taylor Swift. They have plans to collaborate. I don't know if I believe him. (laughs) I kind of think he was just making things up. Taylor has not confirmed this at all. He just kind of said that she wants to get into the studio and he's willing to record with anyone. I just don't know. Because then a few days later, he had this big, on Friday, actually, when the style video was released, he had this, I guess, fashion show for his clothing line. And he said that Taylor said she was going to come and she didn't. And so then Taylor Tree actually had to say, Taylor already had a photo shoot planned months in advance and never actually said she was going to go. So that's why she didn't show up. Again, Kanye making things up. (laughs) It just seemed like unnecessary drama, and I feel bad that Taylor kind of got caught in the middle. Kanye probably just was saying, oh, I thought she was coming and she didn't, and it made it seem like Taylor stood him up or something and said she was going to come and didn't show up, but she actually had a photo shoot, so I guess that means we're getting more magazines in the future. I just imagine there was a conversation 
during the Grammys, during one of the, as I mentioned, very chaotic commercial breaks where he's like, Taylor, Taylor, you have to come. And she's like, okay, definitely. <laughs> but not like really more just like, I can't hear what you're saying and don't have time to respond to you and I have to go back to my seat. I think it would be interesting if they did something together, though. I can see him maybe producing or advising on one of her songs more than them actually recording together. Or I could see it being kind of like Both of Us with B.O.B., something like that, maybe. Oh, yeah, that could work. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. I don't know that Taylor's going to break out the raps, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But either way, we'll see what happens, and we will definitely keep you updated. Another really exciting thing that happened this week is Taylor just continues to top herself and no one should actually really be surprised by this, I guess, but she ended up deciding to spend Valentine's Day by inviting a fan and her whole family over to her apartment in New York City. They baked cookies and took a bunch of really cute photos with Olivia and then Taylor even sang Wildest Dreams while they were sitting at the piano and it was insane. The photos are so cute and, you know, in previous episodes, I think way back when the secret sessions were happening, we said something like, what's Taylor going to do? Start inviting people to spend the night at her house or something? Like have fan slumber parties? And here she is just inviting a fan over to bake cookies and hang out. It's the coolest thing. This girl basically got an individual secret session. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Can you imagine hearing some wildest dreams too? So cool. She will always be able to say she was the first person to hear it performed live. Yeah, that is awesome. And this was one of the people that Taylor had sent a gift to back around Christmas, right? Right. It's just amazing how she like really keeps track of people and remembers them. Yeah, she has the best memory. I can barely remember some of your Twitter handles, <laughs> especially if they involve numbers. Yet Taylor can just memorize all these Tumblr websites, which I think is even harder than Twitter. I'm always so impressed with her memory and generosity and everything. Another piece of news that happened today, actually, Taylor's childhood friend, Brittany Mack, asked Taylor to be her maid of honor in her upcoming wedding, and Taylor said yes. That was really cute. You know how there's the cliche of the ugly bridesmaid's dress and people, you know, looking bad in it and hating it? It really doesn't even matter what dress Brittany picks, because Taylor will look amazing. Maybe she'll pick out some garbage bags. (laughs) But... I bet Taylor's never actually been a bridesmaid or a maid of honor, right? This probably will be her first time. Can you imagine the bachelorette party that she'll throw? Oh, goodness. And the bridal shower? Oh, my goodness. I mean, Taylor has an exquisite affair just to have someone over for dinner. What is she going to do for an entire bridal shower and bachelorette party? It will probably be amazing. She'll probably bake the whole cake and a million cookies. She'll probably give everybody gifts. She'll probably make the entire wedding cake. (laughs) (laughs) And it would be the most beautiful wedding cake ever. And she'll probably do so many creative things for decorations for the wedding. Do you think Taylor has a secret Pinterest where she's planning all this? Oh, that would be amazing to see. I bet she does. I mean, that's where just so much inspiration is. And we know she loves being online these days. I can't imagine she's not on Pinterest. She'll probably paint paintings for everybody. For the every guest at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when the wedding is and how it lines up with her tour schedule. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. She's going to be one busy lady this year. 
I think Abigail has had a boyfriend for a while, so I bet Taylor would also be maid of honor for that if they ever got engaged. That would be awesome, too. I would bet that for Britney's bachelorette party, Taylor takes the whole bridal party somewhere out of the country. She'll probably take them to, like, Tahiti or Bora Bora or something, or some obscure beach that's gorgeous. That the paparazzi can't fly to. Well, next we have some upcoming dates that we want to remind you of. So you can mark them in your calendar and get ready to set your DVR or find a live stream. So we'll run those down for you right now. Coming up pretty soon on February 25th. I feel like we've been saying coming soon for a while, but it's actually about a week away. The Brit Awards. And we do know that Taylor is performing and I definitely think she's going to perform style. And she's also nominated for International Female Solo Artist, and I'm pretty sure she's going to win. Yes. And then upcoming on March 29th is the second annual iHeartRadio Music Awards. And she is up for Artist of the Year, Song of the Year for Shake It Off, Best Lyrics for Blank Space, and Best Fan Army, which is fan voted. So we Swifties need to vote. I don't remember. I see it's a second annual, but I don't remember these awards from last year. She did not attend last year, and it was, I think, only broadcast on YouTube, so I don't think it was on TV or anything. Hmm. We'll see if she goes this year. Next, we have some Swifty problems for you this week, and our first one comes from at LEG Fancom. Her problem is that she still has no Taylor Swift tickets. Swifty problems. It's a problem. That's a big problem. Sometimes there are limited releases, though, or sometimes Swifties can't go and sell tickets for a reasonable price. So just keep looking. Our next Swifty problem is from Cinematic Heart. Their problem is, I played 1989 so many times in my car that my CD player won't recognize it anymore. Swifty problem. Time to make the official sales (laughs) (laughs) 6,164.1. Our next one is from Shades of Tay Gray on Twitter. When you can't decide what to do for your homemade tour shirt and the pressure is on because Taylor Nation wants a picture of it. Swifty problems. I want a picture of it. And our last one comes from Jen Fairless 13 Having to wait until September for my concert. Swifty problems. That is so far away. Dude, that's when the Denver concert is, guys. Yeah, but you don't have to wait that long, fortunately. I don't. September's a long ways off, but I think tour will be here before we all know it. So thank you to everyone who submitted Swifty problems for this week. Keep sending them to us at SwiftCast13. And also, we started a new hashtag that we'd really like submissions for, and it's called Swifty Success. If you've had Taylor like a photo of yours, or reply to a post of yours, or just any success story that you've had where you're proud of something Taylor-related, feel free to share it with us, and we'd love to talk about it on an episode. So just hashtag it Swifty Success, and we will read it on the next episode. Next, we have some fashion for you. And our first one is actually from the SNL 40th anniversary celebration, which was on February 15th. And Taylor arrived to the event on the red carpet wearing this gorgeous blue cutout mini dress. It is from the Azaro Spring 2014 collection, and it was a powder blue crystal accented cutout mini dress. Loved it. 
A lot of people are noticing that she seems to be a big fan of powder blue lately because she wore that pale blue romper to the Grammy pre-party last week. Yes. And I love blue so much and I love blue on her. So I'm excited about this. For some reason in my head, I also just got a picture of the, still don't know what to call it, but it was blue that she wore to the VMAs. (laughs) Oh yeah, the blue... It was sort of like a romper, right? I think we called it a romper leotard. (laughs) Yeah, with the alphabet on it. (laughs) It was very confusing. (laughs) Of all these light blue outfits, I definitely like the one tonight the most. Yeah, I really like this one. Also from February 15th, which was earlier in the day, Taylor was seen leaving her apartment in New York wearing a Dolce & Gabbana mini Sicily tote, which unfortunately is out of stock. And hey guys, I just ended up looking up um, to see what the dress Taylor wore on the California skit is. And it is a free people dress and it's called the Bridget Print Dress. I was right. You were totally right. (laughs) And it's $88. I bet you they told Taylor, wear something beachy and she just grabbed it from her closet in LA and brought it. (laughs) And she also wore it with a rag and bone hat and Isabel Merritt vest and a rag and bone booties. That's what she wears all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she totally brought her own wardrobe. I give her props. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Well, on Valentine's Day, February 14th, when Taylor was hanging out with her fan, Sophie, at her apartment, she had on a such a cute outfit for Valentine's Day. I want every piece of this outfit. She had the Wild Fox Romantic Party V-neck sweater, which is $150. And when I first saw some of the pictures, I only saw part of the word romantic, and I really wanted it to say New Romantics on it. Me too. And that should be merch in the store. I thought the same thing. If we can have eight shirts for style, we can have one for New Romantics. (laughs) And so then Taylor and Sophie wore these adorable matching flower crowns, which are the Daphne of New York Bed of Roses crown in pink, which you can get for $50. And they were just so ridiculously cute together. I really want a flower crown. Actually, I think another reason I really liked it is because it reminded me of Kate Vogel because she's a huge fan of those crowns and she wears them on a lot of her album artwork and she even got married wearing one of those instead of a veil. But I really like these that Taylor picked out. And then finally, my favorite part of this outfit was an accessory we haven't seen in a while. Taylor had her 13 necklace on, which is the gold version of it from the British jewelry store, Laura Gravestock. And she wore this once or twice last year, and then we never saw it again. And I got one, and then it seemed like as soon as I got one, she never wore it again. Yeah, I love that necklace. I just think it's cool that she still holds 13 as a significant number. So it's always good to see her using it. I'm impressed that she can even keep track of pieces of jewelry when she has so much. (laughs) Maybe that's why she hasn't worn it till now. She just found it. Maybe it was in LA. She just now grabbed it. And then out and about on February 13th, she was wearing a Ralph Lauren Garrett Camel felt toggle coat, which is sold out, but it was $1,328. And she wore that with a Cambridge Satchel Company twist lock satchel, which was 149 euros. And that is in a black brown color. Next, before we get into our main discussion about the style music video, we want to give you a few of the fashion pieces from the video. 
There were a lot of different outfits, but so far three have been located. The first one is actually the Urban Outfitters gingham collar dress. It's really cute. It's blue and white checkered with a cute Peter Pan collar. Unfortunately, it's sold out. Taylor wore this way back in August when she was spotted in Central Park kind of hanging out on a bench and there were people actually sitting by her just like really oblivious people (laughs) completely oblivious (laughs) I remember talking about this on an episode like I do too like do you know what you're sitting next to not just Taylor but the fact that she was listening to music and probably was listening to 1989 or maybe even style, because the way that her hair is styled in this portion of the video, I really believe that it was filmed that day. Maybe it was just a little video clip on her phone and they decided to throw it in. I don't know, but I don't think it was filmed later. I really think it was actually filmed in August, that portion. Our next piece from the style music video is Taylor wore a mod cloth staple of your style dress which y'all may know from she also wore when she visited the Boston Children's Hospital back in August. And unfortunately, the dress is no longer available. I was so mad. I really wanted that dress. Yeah, that's the black one with all the different colored dots. And again, I really think that that portion was also filmed back in August. I hope she explains that at some point. I feel like... Obviously, because the song talks about style and the comparison she made of fashion and relationships, maybe she just filmed little short clips here and there just to capture her style over the summer and then wasn't really sure what the video would be, but then found a way to incorporate it. That's a good theory. Well, the last item that was tracked down from the video was the Dawn Fitzgerald dress, which is available for $395. And this is the dress that she wore while she was kind of in the woods during that portion of the video. But the hilarious thing about this dress is Taylor pulled a Taylor again. She wore the dress backwards. So Tay Swift Style pointed it out on her blog. And Taylor's actually done this before with a shirt that she wore to a Knicks basketball game. And then a different shirt that she wore over the summer that was just black and white striped. I think it's cute. Taylor makes shirts and dresses look better when she wears them backwards anyways, so... Yeah, I'm looking at the dress and I feel like for Taylor and her style, it's pretty low cut in the front. Yeah, it looks much better as an open back than such a low cut in the front. If you haven't seen that, go check it out at tastewithstyle.com. Thank you to her for finding these outfits and you can go to her website and see all these pictures and links Next, we're going to actually talk about the style music video. This video was actually directed by Jamie King's husband, which I thought was really cool. I don't know how it came about, but I just think it's cool that Taylor's friend's husband actually helped out with this. And like I mentioned earlier, I really am interested to know when everything was filmed, whether it was maybe even before Blank Space or whether it was recently. But the whole video is just a very artistic, different format for Taylor, I think. It has really deep concepts in it. I definitely think this video was very artistic from the videos that she's done before and just very out of the box, sort of. I really liked it. Well, I think we can all agree that it definitely did not meet any of our expectations. Well, Ashley, you thought Harry Styles was going to be in it. (laughs) I was joking, but I really did think that it was going to go a little more along the storyline of the song. 
and show more scenes of a relationship. And I don't know, I guess I just pictured more of an indoor apartment scene and less of kaleidoscope images in the woods. Yeah, I guess I thought maybe it would have been more of a narrative format than this artistic format, but I think what she did with it was interesting, and she was just trying something new. I think people either love the video or hate it. One thing I noticed is a lot of people think the video would have worked better for a song like Wildest Dreams. Somebody on Tumblr actually made a video, kind of reordered the style music video and set it to Wildest Dreams, and it looked really cool. I really liked it. I think that the pace of style is pretty fast, and the pace of this music video was a little slower, so I think people thought it would match up better with Wildest Dreams. But then I can also see that while Style is a faster-paced song, it's not necessarily a happy, upbeat song. So maybe she wanted something slower to reflect just the sadness of the song. But it's not sad because they come back every time. (laughs) (laughs) But in real life, we know that they didn't come back. True. Well, that we know of. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really mean that, but... I just, I really like the Wildest Dreams video that that person put together, and I think that we should take that into the official video of Wildest Dreams and demand a do-over video for style. (laughs) So did you guys know that the guy in the style music video is actually Sarah Hyland's boyfriend? I didn't know that. No, I I only knew that he had two different colored eyes. (laughs) So is this a new thing for Sarah? I think so. I was reading it in, in an article. Oh, okay. That's nice of her to let Taylor borrow her boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) She's borrowing Jamie's husband and Sarah's boyfriend. Stealing all the men in Hollywood. (laughs) Well, one thing I'll say about the video is, on other episodes, I think we've probably mentioned that Style is very much an 80s sounding song. And I think Taylor really reflected the 80s music video style. Back in the 80s, there were all kinds of just really weird... Maybe not weird, but just really artistic, out-of-the-box music videos. And a lot of parts of this video reminded me of that. Especially the eyes and the faces being imposed on different things throughout the music video. Just reminded me of the style, no pun intended there, of (laughs) the way music videos were back then. So I think in a way she was just trying to pay homage to that 80s era. And I thought that was cool. I agree. It really makes me, I guess, question everything that I thought was pretty likely for the tour performance. That's a good point. I really, after seeing the music video, have no idea what's going to happen. And I guess we might have a clue soon after the Bird Awards. Well, yeah, that should give us a clue because obviously she can't recreate this video really in a performance. That makes me even more excited for the performance because I really have no idea what to expect. I mean, she could have, you know, a video screen with these types of images, but I really think it has to kind of have a different take. Yeah. One of my other friends mentioned that a cool thing about this video is how there are all these different broken mirrors and they're just kind of throughout the music video and none of the mirrors ever fit together. They're all broken and they can't fit together as a whole mirror. And so it seemed kind of symbolic of they keep crashing down, like the mirrors are breaking and they can't fit back together. 
And I was just so impressed by my friends thinking because I didn't think about that at all. I just was like, oh, there's all these mirrors. This reminds me of Highway Don't Care. <laughs> she's in the rear view mirror and she's in all these other mirrors like on the ground. But yeah, other people are really interpreting this music video to deep levels and I'm impressed. Well, I think one symbol in the video that requires a little bit less interpretation is the paper airplane necklace that she dangles in the beginning. Yes. I love that part the most out of it all. It was like a nice, subtle nod. I didn't really think it was that subtle. <laughs> but I liked that part. It caught my attention immediately. But I was a little disappointed because I'm already seeing all these articles kind of bashing Taylor well, maybe not even the articles bashing her, just articles saying, oh, Taylor made this music video about Harry Styles. And then I read these comments of people who just bash her and say, why can't she get over this? This was years ago. Why does she have to bring all this stuff up? What is wrong with her? Even though she's not saying anything bad about him in the song at all. Not at all, no. But people don't listen to the song and they just read the headline and then make a nasty comment. And that annoys me. I like that she included it, though. It kind of makes everything connect together. I agree. But I also think that had she not included it, there still would have been no question that the song was about Harry. We've known this since before the album even came out. Yeah, the article still would have said Taylor made a music video about Harry Styles because the song is called Style. So you're right. The same thing would have happened with or without the necklace. But I just noticed a bunch of articles pointing out the necklace specifically and then just people who don't know anything commenting about it and bothering me. Well, my friend Megan, who's a huge One Direction fan and loves Harry to death, she didn't catch the necklace at first. So when she watched it again and saw it, she was freaking out all day. And she was like, I can't believe it. I love that she did that. So I think it goes hand in hand. Some people are going to love it and some people are going to hate it. But for the people who love it, I think it outweighs everything else. Well, I think we can all say now, before there ever is an Out of the Woods video, if there is, that the two paper airplanes flying in that song have been well explained at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good point. I saw something on Tumblr that I really liked. I just want to mention it really quickly. It's from It's Just In Your Wildest Dreams on Tumblr. And they wrote about the music video. They said, you know, the music video has currents and clear blue water, like this love. And then they have the scene with the guy and Taylor and they're, you know, just hanging out. <laughs> and that reminded this Tumblr user of Wildest Dreams. And there are a lot of, as we mentioned earlier, just her staring at the sunset in a dress, which also reminds people of Wildest Dreams. Then the whole paper airplane necklace and she's in the woods is symbolic of out of the woods. And then there's a lot of storms and lightning and rain, which reminds people of clean. So then this Tumblr user wrote, Taylor is clean, but she misses it. She's a genius for pretty much incorporating all these different elements of the different songs throughout the whole album into just one video. I guess that explanation kind of makes me feel a little bit better about sort of the jumbled nature of the video. When you think about it, it really does incorporate so many different elements from the whole album. I would love for her to do an interview where she was just like, haha, guys, like that wasn't what I was doing at all. <laughs> I really don't know. I really want to hear her talk about this video in an interview. Does anyone know, because I didn't see it on TV, if she actually said anything on GMA? 
No, she. it was just like she introduced it and then they played the video and I didn't see anything after that. She really should have done one of those MTV video premieres where they sit down and interview her. Yeah, I want to know more about the filming of it, the editing and technical aspects of it. There's so much more to this video. I really hope we get behind the scenes. Maybe we will on tour. Or the 360 thing for Blank Space. Can't we have that for this? That would be cool. So before we recorded this episode, as you guys probably remember, Style is Nate's pretty much favorite song on the album and has been since before it even came out. And I said, do you have any opinions on this video you'd like to share on the episode? And he said, haha, actually no. <laughs> I think he was very surprised by the video. I think either people really love it or they're just not that into it. And for me, it's kind of a mixed bag. I liked a lot of elements of it. I like that fans are really thinking deeply about it and coming up with all these cool analyses of it that I never thought of. And I like how it reminds me of different music videos. Like I said, it reminded me of Highway Don't Care and Safe and Sound a lot. That was cool. It just, for me, it wasn't what it was expected, but Taylor always likes to surprise us, so can't fault her for that. I think that I just wish that I wanted to watch it over and over again. I agree with that. With Blank Space, I watched it over and over and over again. And with this song, I have watched it multiple times, but not quite like I did with Blank Space. But even when I think about other music videos, I don't know that I actually watched any of them as much as I watched Blank Space. I really, really love that video. Even like Trouble was kind of a different direction for Taylor. It was like a cinematic music video for her. And I loved it, but I didn't watch it a million times. I watched it a lot, but... I kind of wonder if she took the same approach from I Knew You Were Trouble and had like a whole monologue story in the beginning and then went into the style music video if that would have given it a different view. Yeah, that's a good point. When the video starts, how there's no music at all, I actually thought she was going to do something like Trouble and start talking. Yeah, I agree. Like I heard silence and I was waiting. I was like, maybe she's going to say something. And then I start hearing the... Yeah. Yeah. I do love that opening scene, though, how it's her face and then the little opening where he's standing on the beach kind of forms her face. That's really cool. Yeah, definitely. That's an awesome scene. Yeah, it must have taken a long time to edit everything for that, and I definitely give them a lot of credit for that. Yeah, I really just want to know more about it. I hope we get to hear something from Taylor or the director or anyone. Well, no matter what you think about the video, it is guaranteed to be a smash. It's already had over 10 million views just in less than 48 hours. Keep watching it and enjoying it. Let us know what you think about it. And if you have any really cool analysis of it, we'd love to hear it because I just don't think I'm thinking out of the box enough. And I would love to hear what other fans think. To get in touch with us, you can tweet us at SwiftCast13. We're on Taylor Connect at swiftcast13. You can email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash theswiftcast. And you can also visit our website www.swiftcast13.com. And also please remember to press the subscribe button on iTunes so that all episodes will be downloaded for you automatically. Finally, what do we think Taylor will do next week? Well, it's a little early for Easter presents. Oh, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> I was th actually thinking about that. Well, I guess we'll have like Leprechaun Taylor first and then Easter Bunny. Exactly. <laughs> I think she's going to send out some clovers. Maybe she'll send people literal pots of gold. 
I'm sure she has some in her house. <laughs> it would be kind of cute if she does gifts this month, if she played off of Lucky 13 and St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, maybe not only will she send pots of gold, but she'll probably send out lots of 13s. Maybe she'll send people the 13 necklace since she just rediscovered hers. Oh, yeah. That's all I've got. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah, I actually thought she was going to start with the eggs now. Are there bunny emojis or is there just an Easter egg? I didn't see an Easter egg. I've seen bunny ones. There's two different ones. There's a real looking one and then there's a cartoony looking one. Oh, I bet she'll use the cartoon one. Yeah, I've seen the cartoon bunny. But it would be nice if there was an egg. She's just going to go to fans' backyards at their house and like make an Easter egg hunt without them knowing. (laughs) (laughs) And then she'll probably set up Well, hopefully she'll go somewhere where it's warm and, like, set up a campfire for them and sing songs or something. All of this seems totally possible to me now. (laughs) Have, like, a camp out. That should be the next thing. You really never know what she's going to do. She just continues to top herself. I love it. I can't wait to see what she's going to do next. But I really don't know. I think, though, she probably is going to be busy this week doing meetings for finalizing tour details, getting things ready to go. And I think rehearsals will begin by the beginning of April. So I'm really excited. She's also probably busy hand engraving bridal shower invitations. (laughs) (laughs) Probably already, yeah. She's probably getting all of that stuff ready for Brittany. Well, no matter what happens, we will keep you up to date next week. So be sure to tune in for episode 95. We're almost to 100. So we will be back next week with episode 95. For now, this has been Steph. Ashley. Haley. And Ashley. And we will see you next week. Thank you guys for joining. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for Swiftcast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. Swiftcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>